Testosopod number 60, a Radiohead primer. Nobody asked for this, but I don't care. I'm doing it anyway. Uh, Radiohead, probably one of the greatest bands ever. OK Computer's probably one of the best albums ever. And if you disagree with me, I will fight you down by the creek. Meet me there. Eh, somewhere in between 12 and 1 on Tuesday. Anyway, uh, what I attempted to do here was to boil down the very best of Radiohead into uh, basically a greatest hits or a single digestible hour chunk, 13 songs. It actually comes in at 57 minutes. And this is really hard to do because Radiohead are fantastic and have more hits than they have bad songs, which is usually the inverse for any performing group uh, after a long enough time period. So I was really perplexed about how to do this, but I just went with songs that may not be apparent, you know, may not be the sort of uh, the hits that were released or the singles that were released, but what I think is kind of a good primer for somebody that maybe wants to learn a little bit more about Radiohead or wants to appear cool or impress chicks or dudes, if that's your thing. So I immediately was sort of stymied beginning this project because how the hell do you open this? Now, Radiohead have some fantastic openers. They they are one of those bands that the first track in an album is always going to be an absolute banger. Um, I think that's pretty universal for all of their albums. You, you guys let me know if you disagree. And I think the, the logic would dictate that Airbag from OK Computer would probably be the opening track, but I actually went with an unconventional choice. I went with 2 plus 2 equals 5. And by the way, you guys uh, can see the link here for the Spotify playlist, so you can listen along as this goes. But um, 2 plus 2 equals 5. This, I think, is the best opener because it sounds like they're literally firing up their instruments and starting the album. And then the metronome kicks in. And then this sort of cascading up and down guitar work. It's fantastic, and it's, it's a song that sort of builds and builds and builds and then releases in violence, and it's... The lyrics are great. The chorus is great. The It just feels so chaotic. And then there's this sort of plateau, this very melodic part to the song towards the end. Um, really amazing and really amazing vocal performance. So I opened with that. That's off of... Um, what the fuck was the name of that album? <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to have to look this up. Um, uh I'm totally drawing a blank on the name of the album. We're going to look together. We're going to learn together. Hail to the Thief. That's right, 2003. And this was during the George W. administration. And I remember this felt like a very political album. Um, the, the whole album itself is fantastic. But again, uh, this was about sort of finding the right mix of songs. So after... 2 plus 2 equals 5, I went with Airbag, which is the opening track to OK Computer, which was, for me, 
the entry point of my obsession with Radiohead and probably most people's. Um, I got to be honest, I kind of, I, uh, I kind of agree with Anthony Fatano's uh, sort of Radiohead discography where he says that the first two albums don't really hold up. Um, they sound very dated. They're kind of corny. And I actually kind of agree. I think that really Radiohead as we know them began really with OK Computer. Now, not to say that the first two albums aren't meritless. Uh, there's some great songs and there's some great singles. But um, everything from OK Computer onward is really very profound. Uh, so Airbag is just this buzzsaw of a guitar. And it quickly takes you into sort of another world. And the sort of drum machine, it lets you know that, like... Okay, there are techno embellishments on this album. This is a very different sort of band. And uh, it's just a great song, and it's a great opener, and I had to wrestle between 2 plus 2 equals 5, and Airbag is the opening for this greatest hits, and ultimately I went with 2 plus 2 equals 5. Um, okay, Computer, I mean, I could talk for hours and hours about it. I, I do think it is the single most important album uh, for my life, and... Uh, I hope you guys feel it is profound as well. Next up, Go to Sleep. So this is another one off of Hail to the Thief. And I just really love their acoustic guitar work on these songs. And this one feels very Pink Floyd metal era. And it's kind of haunting. And again, it's it sort of builds and builds and... Uh, Great melodies. Just a fantastic song. And um, it reminds me a lot of The Numbers, which is from their recent album, Moonshape Pool. Um, and I think if you guys listen to those back-to-back, -back, you'll kind of see very similar feeling. But, um, you know, 2003 and Moonshape Pool is 2019. You get almost 15 years in between these two songs, but they have kind of the same touchdown points next up is a controversial pick off of what i think is their worst album and i think most people agree king of limbs pretty forgettable effort i don't know if they were just on autopilot or what but it's an album that is utterly unrememberable unmemorable unmemorable non-memorable anyway but i think lotus flower is a bright a bright spot in that pretty dismal uh, effort by them. And I never liked this song until I saw somebody do it at karaoke. And it must have been pianos in the East Village. Tiny, tiny place. Not a great place for karaoke. And a really raucous crowd. But this guy got up and just nailed this song. Did a perfect Tom York. And since then, I, the song has really grown on me. And I think lyrically, it's got a lot of very interesting things going on. But King of Limbs, just, it doesn't live up to the other ones. And um, that's not to say that they didn't stumble, because actually the next two songs show another period where they were kind of uh, not delivering. And so you had In Rainbows and you had um, King of Limbs. They kind of came out pretty close together. And In Rainbows was a real departure. 
It's very melancholy, very mellow. But there are two songs on there, and in particular, the videos for these songs. Uh, it's just... These are songs that can bring you to tears instantly, and if you watch the videos, too, you really feel it. And all I need is... Oh, God, it's just one of those songs that crushes you. You know? It's, uh... It's this guy just saying he wants to be your pet. He wants, you know, he's longing for this partner, and it doesn't sound like he's getting what he wants. And, uh... Man. It is... I think... This song and the next song, House of Cars, are really the deepest emotional peak I think Radiohead have hit. Not to say they haven't hit that peak again afterwards, but I guess it's right place, right time. You hear these songs and they're just forever imprinted in you. And, uh, man, all I need is it's, it's moving. It's a really moving song. And then I follow that up with House of Cards, which is really like a heartbreaking song. Um, the video is of particular interest when you're listening to this song because it's filmed without any cameras. And I won't say more than that, but you'll go and you'll watch it and you'll see. They just go hand in hand. And I imagine the song is about, you know, suburban bed death and swinger parties and things like that if you listen to the lyrics. But it's, these two back to back are just, they crush you in the best way possible. And um, I want to know if you guys sort of feel it too. If you listen to these two songs and it just hits you and you're like, yeah, I get it. Tom York is the only human being or possibly alien that understands me. But I don't want to dwell on the negative because there's, uh, there's a liveliness to Radiohead that I don't think is captured in album. Seeing them live is really a tremendous experience because those those sad songs are even more profound and everybody in the audience is likely singing along but they also know how to have a lot of fun and actually typically mid-set it becomes kind of a dance party and so I put National Anthem and Idiotech on here but I this is from their live album because I think both these versions illustrate how some of the Darker, even slower songs have a, a life totally of itself when they're played live. And uh, if I remember correctly, they, when I've seen them, they play these in the same little dance set. And they really play up the beats and the, and the sort of uh, the danceability of these with their live performances. Uh, so this is National Anthem and uh, followed up by Idiotech. And um, I actually, I would say listen to the entire live album because it is really fantastic. Idiotech is off of uh, Kid A, which, you know, if OK Computer hit me at the right time in my teenage years, Kid A really hit me in a profound way uh, in my adult years as I was sort of like cohabitating and going through a breakup and dealing with roommates and dealing with people with addiction and really life was putting me through the ringer 
in a really bad, bad way. To which the effects are still felt today. Um, and Kid A was sort of obtuse. You know, they, they sort of went the exact opposite direction of what people had expected of them. And, um... I still think one of the best uses of a song in a movie is uh, Vanilla Sky. Uh, just watch the opening of that and you'll get a good feeling. Uh, Idiotech is on here sort of representing Kid A because the, live this song is so much fun and people really go nuts for it. And they have a little breakdown towards the end of the song that makes it very dancey. And I quite like that a bit. And uh, I think I think you'll like it too. Then I come back to OK Computer for the next trio of songs. These I sing at karaoke all the time if you've ever watched and endured and sat through a live stream. Um, exit music for film, Let Down and No Surprises. These are... I don't even know how to describe them. They're very sad songs. They're very down-tempo, very slow. Um, but each of them kind of build to this chorus that there's a rage to that I don't think is apparent and exit music for a film I don't know it just it nails isolation it nails that feeling of being stuck in your hometown and it's winter and the heat in your the heater in your car doesn't work you know that sort of feeling great song and the sort of disturbed choir that kick in as the song builds, is really cemented in my head. It's, it's very visceral. Let Down, uh, I think, was the first song I heard off of OK Computer. And, boy, what an ode to depression this song is. But, uh, with the profound sadness of the song, there is a really lyrical beauty to it. Particularly, there's a sort of Kafka-esque Lyricism, and you'd have to look at the lyrics to to sort of appreciate it. But you know, it plays off the themes of alienation that are so popular in Radiohead's or of, but also OK Computer in particular. And it's a great song. And uh, I apologize for everybody who's had to watch me sing it over and over again. No surprises. This is really a, a lullaby. Um, but I think it's also sort of a death tome. It's like a funeral dirge for people moving to the suburbs. And um, it's more profound to me today than it was when this was released. And it talks a lot about the themes of sort of being locked in a job and, you know, the mundane of everyday life and being a salaryman and things like that and longing to sort of suffocate yourself in your garage with your car's muffler. Um... But it's so beautiful, it's so delicate, you know. It's uh, it's just one of those greats. Then to uh, switch gears and get back to Moonshade Pool, their, their last release, uh, Burn the Witch, which I think is a, a good and solid song, and it was kind of a, a signal that they were going back to more rock and more tradition in a good way with Moonshade Pool. 
Um, overall, Moonshade Pool is a fantastic album. I think every song on it is really strong. Burn the Witch is particularly important to me because there have been times in my life when things are profoundly bleak and then something miraculous happens. And Burn the Witch was released the day I was at a funeral for uh, somebody close in the family. Very troubled person. And uh, this song came up out of nowhere. There was no forewarning that they had a new album or they had new singles or things like that. Or if there was, I wasn't paying attention. And it just suddenly started playing. I think I got a news alert or something. And I remember sort of being in a suit and tie in a tiny apartment, you know, with my family and being, you know, preparing myself to go to this, this sort of funeral or wake and, and it just being the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And this song comes on and it's like, it's my favorite band and they just so happen to release a song today and they just so happen to release this song when I'm feeling completely untethered and like I don't want to go through with something. And it, the music was literally there to sort of guide me through the experience. Uh, overall, I don't think like it's their best song, but for me, you know, music is kind of tied to memories and and that moment when you when they capture you. And so for that, I'll never sort of forget this song or where I was at that moment. And then last up is the numbers, which ha- you know is an interesting sort of touchstone to uh, go to sleep from their early albums. This song, I think, is the the perfect distillation of, like, Pink Floyd via Radiohead. Uh, in particular, the Pink Floyd song, Metal, which is a fantastic song. It could be one of the best songs ever written. And I would beckon you to go listen to that song as well, and then listen to the numbers and see if you feel kind of the same thing. The, the sort of acoustic guitar, the soaring vocals, the chorus, it's all there. And, uh... That's why I ended with this song for this little mix. Now, there's plenty of honorable mention. First of all, Tom York's entire new solo album is amazing, and but it wasn't appropriate to include on here. Also, another deep cut, which isn't on Spotify, Hearing Damage by Tom York from the Twilight soundtrack. Really fantastic song that doesn't get enough play and is not widely available. Uh, Pyramid Song I also really love and wanted to include on here, but it just didn't make the cut. Uh, And then I didn't bother with their big hits like Paranoid Android, Karma Police, Creep, High and Dry. That's not what this list is about. Um, So there you have it, folks. That is a sort of primer of Radiohead. I had a lot of fun doing this. And uh, thank you for letting me... Thank you for indulging me on this whim for all the disappointments of tool (laughs) we still got radiohead they're still out there making good music so thank you folks and uh pizza out